with the Christmas break still here, good time to check in on the prospects. So we're going to be looking at the 2023 and 2022 and kind of the remainder of the Sharks draft class. Anybody non-Barracuda. So all that and more on today's episode. Your Locked On Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, welcome to Locked on Sharks, the premier hockey podcast covering your favorite team, the Bay Area. My name is J.D. Young, contributor at San Jose Hockey Now. I want to thank you for making Locked on Sharks your first listen, proudly a part of the Locked on Network. We cover your team every day. And if you want to be an everydayer, all you have to do is just follow wherever you get podcasts. And of course, you can watch on YouTube as well. And today we're going to kind of look at where all the prospects are at. We did a, a check-in kind of earlier in the season. Uh, I think it was kind of beginning of November. Now that we're getting closer to that kind of halfway point, the Christmas break here, a lot of guys are kind of on on, on their breaks or maybe they're playing in World Juniors, all that fun stuff. Um, wanted to kind of take a nice little just reminder see where guys are how they're kind of progressing i know we've done a lot of the prospect reef uh where we've checked in on some guys like deep dive this one's gonna be more kind of a cursory just look at where these guys are at and kind of some of their stats and numbers and how they're kind of trending this season so um before we do get into all that do want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you guys by game time uh download the game time app create an account and use code locked on nhl for 20 dollars off your first purchase and i do know these sharks uh head down south to play the la kings um you can catch every hit every shot every goal of the sharks hometown broadcast with the serious xm um on the sxm app search sharks so we're going to be like i said we're going to be digging into basically guys who aren't in san jose slash wichita um kind of playing pro hockey right we're going to be kind of or North American pro hockey, I guess. So we're going to be looking at kind of the prospects, right, guys, who are going to be, uh, guys, you know, in that 2023 draft class. So your Will Smiths, your Musties, Sperholtonins. Uh, um, and then the 2022 draft class is kind of the main focus. And then we'll kind of look at everyone else as well. And, you know, some of the guys who are still in college, all that fun stuff. So, um, of course, if you're watching on YouTube, plenty of fun slides. Um, if not, um, just going to read the stats to you anyway, if you're listening. So make sure, you know, wherever, wherever you list, wherever you get your Locked on Sharks, I don't really care um, as long as you're continuing to do so. So uh, let's dig into it. Um, and starting with one, Will Smith, we've talked about a bunch on this podcast, but uh, he is right now at Boston College. They were very smart with like, I think they have seven players uh, playing in World Junior. So uh, they have, they're on their break. And I don't think they really kind of start up again until close to the end of January. But um, Will Smith, 17 games, eight goals, uh, 15 assists, 43 shots on goal, is having a phenomenal uh, freshman season for Boston College. And I think we really start to kind of see his game come into form. And I think there's going to be plenty of discussion here on this podcast as we get close to the season. I'm sure plenty of discussion among uh, Sharks fans about if Will Smith's going to sign his ELC as soon as the season is done. Um, and, you know, I, I think... Right now, I think the way it's trending, I would not be surprised if he does sign his uh, ELC. But again, we're still 
still a lot of hockey to be played. Um, and there, you know, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll do a discussion here at some point on the pros and cons of, of Will Smith signing his ELC and um, kind of getting, you know, onto it. So, um, but yeah, I, I think though his game is really start is growing. Um, you can see his passing ability, right? If you watch any Will Smith tape, it is um, his passing is just absolutely elite and he can score um, still needs to work on things kind of in his own defensive end. I think he still needs to be a little bit more um, engaged. I don't want to say engaged, but a little bit more, uh, you know, it, it feels like sometimes he kind of floats around a little bit, but I think that might be kind of a little bit uh, that'll, That'll just come with, you know, playing more games and stuff like that. So and maybe relies on his, his line mates a lot. And that's just coming with the chemistry, right? Kind of knows when to when to attack and when to kind of sit back. So we'll we'll continue to monitor Will Smith. Uh, of course, the other first round pick, Quentin Musty, just having an absolute monster season at the OHL um, with 20 games played, 15 goals, 30, uh, 23 assists, um, 38 points in 20 games. He's almost got two points a game, which is absolutely insane. Um, does have a couple of uh, suspensions for slew foot, so that's something he's going to have to work on. Um, but yeah, I'm Musty is, uh, yeah, I, I think he's going to play his nine games next season and then probably do another season in the OHL. And then uh, we can, you know, then have a discussion about what to do with him. So, especially that weird, uh, rule right where you you know you have to be at least 20 to play in the nhl or 20 to play in the ahl so he has to either be in the next year in the ohl or the chl and it's it's tough so i think he's got another year in the chl but i, I do expect him to play at least his nine nhl games this year uh just keep doing what you're doing musty you're an absolute monster um yeah he's he's just crushing it right now so um excited to watch him start playing again i think they start uh start here soon so Casper Holtzenden. Um, so he's also playing in the World Juniors. 28 games, 20 goals, 11 assists, 104 shots on goal. Um, and yeah, with Holtzenden, I you know you see the shot right, and the Londonites have done a great job of utilizing him on his shot. Um, you know he is kind of the key man on the power play. Would like to kind of see him continue to grow his game, but I think we're going to see a lot of that in World Juniors where, you know, maybe he's not kind of pigeonholed as much in as a power play specialist. Um, So I'm excited to see how his game progresses. And, you know, maybe I think year two, I think maybe right now, right, it's getting used to the system in in London, kind of doing what you're asked, and then see how his game picks up as the season goes on and then going into next season. So, uh, but yeah, that shot is NHL caliber right now. So he is, uh, yeah having himself a very fine season with the London Knights. Brandon Svoboda, um, he's played 16 games with Youngstown in the USHL. Uh, two goals, three assists, 28 shots on goal. I know his, the production isn't really where he wants to be. And uh, talking to our good friend, Billy Sullivan, you know, I think uh, with Svoboda, he... Savota is frustrated maybe with his production, but I think for him, it's he needs to kind of figure out what type of player he is going to be and i think um next year when he goes to college uh, you know with, he's playing at uh boston university i think it'll be we'll we'll see more growth out of him next year so i know some sharks fans are like we've look at you know our third round pick uh etc cetera, etc cetera. just patience right not everyone's growth is the same so i'm you know hold us some patience first for Boda. so um, Luca Cagnoni, um, destroying it in the WHL. His production pace has definitely fallen off from the beginning of the season, but I'm not worried about it. Um, you know, he, he was 
producing at like unsustainable, unsustainable levels, you know, like four or five points a game. He's still such an important piece of, of Portland and what they're doing. Um, so yeah, if his production's dropped a little bit right now, that's fine. I, you, the result, the, the process is there and the way he's playing, um, everything he's doing, you, you love to see it sucks. He didn't get a chance to go play uh, for team Canada this year. Maybe he might get a chance next year. So, uh, but in his 30 games this year, he has five goals, 34 assists, 121 shots on goal. Um, just absolutely just kill. And when you watch him, he, you tell he is one of the engines on that team. So um, yeah, Luca Cagnoni just, having himself a very, very nice season, uh, proving all the doubters and haters wrong. So uh, Axel Landin, um, 24 games in the SHL. So this is a big step for him, right? Doesn't have the production, you know, zero goals, zero assists, 16 uh, shots and goal. But he is a 18-year-old playing in the SHL, um, the men's league that is a member of, as a fifth round pick, um, signed a contract extension. So he's going to be over there for a while. Like, don't, don't expect him to come over to San Jose here anytime soon um, because he's just signed a contract extension in the SHL. That's fine. Let him go over there. I mean, the Sharks have plenty of time. I don't think they have to sign him until like 2027. Um, let me double check that. Uh, yeah, 2027. So they have plenty of time to let him. Kind of, that sounds like a fake year, but it's really not that far away. Plenty of time to let him stay over there and kind of continue to develop. Um but he's playing. He's playing about ten minutes a night over there in the SHL, which is good, right? Um, as they kind of continue to develop and let him uh, grow, you've seen some hits from him. The guy can absolutely crush people. So um, I think you're you're looking at a defensive defenseman who's you know let him let him cook, let him simmer over there. So um, before we continue with the 2023 draft class and we'll get into the 2021 draft class, I just need to take a quick break here. And talk to you about our good friends over at game time. Um, if you maybe need to find a late Christmas present, we've all been there having to, uh, you know, buy late presents. Um, game time has got you covered because they have killer last minute deals, all in prices, views from your seats and their best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Um, the thing I love about game time is you can see what the view of your seats will be like, um, right? You want to see, okay, this is what I'm going to see when I go to, you know, concert, uh, you know, sporting event, whatever it is. Um, there's nothing worse than getting there and realizing you have bad seats. Um, actually, the only thing worse is when you go to check out and you get slammed with a bunch of fees. Game time doesn't do that. They have their all-in prices show you the total upfront so you know exactly what you're paying uh, without hidden fees. You can buy tickets in two seconds uh, with two taps. They're obsessed with finding new ways to save money, like I said. So they have last-minute tickets. You can even buy tickets up to an event, uh, to an event even after an hour after it starts. It's all it's a place to find last-minute seats. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets for game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code locked on NHL for $20 off your first purchase. Uh, terms apply again. Create an account and redeem code locked on L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-H-L for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, so let's continue uh, with the 2023 uh, 20, Sharks draft class and seeing how these guys are progressing uh, right now um, as I'm trying to do things on YouTube. All right, 
Eric Polkip, um, I think has been a big riser for the Sharks. You know, the defenseman, overager defenseman. Um, he's pl- made the USA World Juniors team, has been playing, you know, over there. Um, you know, I think he was a seventh defenseman in their first game uh, today on Tuesday. Um, and, but I mean, kind of going from like a no name guy to like a potential fringe guy to like, you know, making the, the, the camp that's, you're seeing the progress there. Um, 16 games this year. He has four goals, five assists, 67 shots on goal. And I think he has a chance to be a really nice two way defenseman, right? Um, big, you know, he's, he's not the tallest guy. He's, you know, five eleven, but he's big and stocky and, you know, holds his weight. Well, plus he has the offense. So you're, you're ho- hoping that you get a nice two way package here. So um, as we Pretty excited about a potential fifth round pick here who has a chance to be an NHL player because of his ability to play defense and his ability to create offense as well. Um, you know, again, he's going to be at Bemidji State for the next couple of years, uh, kind of continuing to develop. But, um, you know, it looks like, any, again, these like fifth, sixth, seventh round, you're just taking shots and you, the Sharks looks like they might have found something here with pole camp. So, and again, like that US Team USA is littered with first round picks and he was a overage fifth round pick who, you know, is is playing on that team right now. So that, that's good to see. Um, David Klee, 2023 seventh round pick uh, playing for Muskegon uh, in the USHL. Uh, 26 games this year, eight uh, goals, 10 assists, 52 shots on goal. Um, you know, again, as, as these USHL guys, right, you want to kind of continue your production. Um, I haven't got a good chance to watch him, unfortunately. Um, and then I know next year he is going to be, I'm pulling up his college. So he's going to be going to college um, at University of North Dakota. And, University of North Dakota pumps out NHL type of players. I mean, they used to be the North Dak uh, sends for, you know, nicknamed the North Dak sends for a little bit. So, um, yeah, David Klee continued to kind of do what you do over in there. So, uh, and Igor Ramachevsky, um, he's playing in the KHL. Um, if you remember his drafting profile, uh, never seen a guy who likes to cheat for goals for them. So he's playing over in the KHL 24 games. Does have a goal four assists with 12 shots on goal. And I think he's playing about six minutes a night, kind of as that 13th forward. So remember over there, you can dress, um, kind of like in college and stuff like you can dress more than uh 20 guys is usually right how they do it where it's an extra four an extra defenseman so um not like the nhl where it's just you know 18 skaters and then two the two goalies so um you know 18 year old again if you're playing in the khl as an 18 year old that that's good to see right these these young guys and um even you know guy like Matt V. Mitchkoff, right? When he was uh, with his original team before getting loaned, he was playing like a couple minutes a night and wasn't really able to produce much. So it's hard to get much production when you're only playing a couple minutes a night, but he is getting a little bit. So, and again, just playing in the KHL right now is, is a big kind of accomplishment for him. So let's shift gears over to the 2022. Two draft class. So Phil Bested, um also represented his country and uh, Sweden had two goals today um, in the first game. In the uh, SHL for Linko Ping, he's got in 26 games, he does have four goals, five assists with 39 shots on goal. And, you know, I, I think it feels like a little bit of a setback year for, for B-Sed, who's kind of still playing on that third line. You're hoping, you know, he started the year on the first line. You're hoping that it would be kind of the, the, the breakthrough season for him. And it just hasn't been what we wanted and he can be a little bit frustrating with him shows a lot of patience can also kind of get lost in the play a little bit so uh i think 
we saw last year that right after World Juniors, kind of the big confidence booster he had after, and he, he really finished the season strong. So maybe we see that again from him. I expect him to be in San Jose at the end of the uh, SHL season. Um, that's my guess is that he's there and probably playing with the Barracuda at some point. So um, Cam Lunn who was on the podcast a couple weeks ago, uh, or was it last week? Anyway, in the past couple weeks, he was on. So 13 games, six goals, seven assists, 37 shots on goal for Northeastern. You know, and I, that team has definitely struggled, but, you know, I think he's been a bright spot and a, a you know, consistent producer did have the hat trick against Boston College when they upset them uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, and I expect him to kind of have a strong second half to this season here as the team is kind of starting to figure things out before the winter break. And, you know, hopefully they can kind of continue to build on that. And, you know, he's playing big minutes with, with Northeastern. He's playing against the other team's top players. And, you know, he is producing well. So that's continue to do that right and i hopefully the production will start to kind of match the what the what you're what you're seeing out of him so still is a monster like he is a big piece of like their transition and and a big piece of what northeastern does so um matthias Havled, the second round pick also from playing in linko ping shl 26 games uh goal seven assists 30 shots on goal kind of had a really nice streak of of, of assists and then kind of got really quiet and kind of got bumped down a little bit for linko ping but again um you know as a 19 year old defenseman and playing in the shl that's still a, a lot and he's he's still working you know and you're gonna have your ups and downs especially with with young defensemen so i'm not worried about him did uh he's also playing for team sweden um with his brother who's the goalie for his dad who's the coach um which i think is just fun um must be fun to play with you play with your brother so um but i think uh had at least an assist today um on the one of the b said goals so He's going to be over, I think, still over in the SHL. They still a couple years before they have to sign him. Um, so, yeah, I don't expect him. Maybe after the season's over, he might come over and play, uh, get a taste of uh, North American hockey. But I still think he's got it probably a couple years over in the SHL. So, um Michael Fisher, the third-round uh, defenseman playing with Northeastern. Uh, 14 games, one goal, one assist, 18 shots on goal. Uh, watching him, you can really see, because he was he's a very raw prospect, right? If you go back to his draft profile, um, he's playing in high school. He was basically just kind of like going coast-to-coast on a piece of toast every time um, and was scoring goals and being awesome at it. So I think right now he's learning the kind of the finer points of, of playing defense and you can see he's a big physical defenseman um and he hasn't been asked to do a lot offensively you've seen pieces of it and i think as he kind of continues uh to grow and and get more comfortable just playing ncaa hockey um i think he'll start to get a little bit more on his plate but um i like what i see from him defensively and i think um you know for a project pick right uh you, you very toolsy guy project pick um, you're starting to see, okay, the defense is starting to come together. Now, if he can start again, marrying that defense and the offense and, you know, you look at a guy like Shakir Mukamadoulin where the production wasn't really there to start the season. Cause he's working on defensively. Now you're starting to see, okay, the defensive games there and we know the offense is starting to, to kind of come together. So marrying those, uh, those things. I'm yeah. I think Michael Fisher has a chance uh, to be a, a really good player still. So, um, Mason 
Bo Pitt. Uh, oh, I forgot to update his uh, thing. My bad. So Mason Bo Pitt, though, he has been playing um, in the BCHL and has really kind of turned his season around um, as I pull these up. Um Again, it's a little bit tough because he's playing the BCHL, which is a definitely a lesser of a league. So this is kind of uh, a lot of guys who played in the BCHL and before going to college, like Eli Barnett, right? It's kind of that like you're you're getting ready to to jump to a different league, almost like the Canadian version of like the USHL, I guess, kind of the the best way to put it. So, um, so he's kind of playing in a bit of a lesser league. Uh, Twelve games does have a three eleven uh, goals against and a nine oh two save percentage. Uh, while the team is struggling, he's got uh, with a two eight two record. The Sharks have until June first to sign him, and I'm I. I, just, I don't know. I, I don't see it, especially with kind of his path. Um, no idea where he's going to play next year. Uh, I mean, he's probably, you know, an ECHL type of goalie, but, um, you know, for the next couple seasons. But uh, we'll see. I just – I maybe with the Sharks not drafting a goalie last year, they, they sign him to his ELC and kind of see how he continues to progress. But if they didn't sign Ben Gaudreau, who I think had – better numbers playing in a better league um, or at least comparable numbers playing in a better league. I don't know if they're going to sign Mason Bopit, but we shall see. So um, yeah. And then uh, we're going to do Jake Furlong here really quick. And then actually let's take a break and then we'll do Jake Furlong and finish up the 2022 draft class and kind of finish up with some of the other guys uh, here in just one second. Although it's getting colder out, FanDuel has still got red-hot deals on the NFL. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. It's $150 if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get on the action. The app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Uh, again, Christian McCaffrey touchdown, Raheem Mostert touchdown. Uh, they both... Score touchdown this weekend. That would have been a winner for you. Um, maybe you like the Dolphins to upset the Ravens in Baltimore this weekend. Uh, I think it's a four-point spread right now. Just saying, plenty, you know, plenty of good things out there that you want to take a look at. Uh, so visit fandle.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. Fandle, official partner of the NFL. All right, so let's finish up by uh, with our dude Jake Furlong, who was on the again friend of the show. Uh, it's nice seeing you know all these guys who've been on the podcast. So uh, Jake Furlong in 29 games, one goal, 19 assists, 54 shots on goal. Also representing Team Canada in the World Juniors. Didn't get a chance to watch Team Canada because it was on at some ungodly hour uh, for me this morning, so I didn't get a chance to watch Furlong at all. But um, yeah, Furlong again. I you know the production's going to be there, especially in the queue, but I really like the way his defensive game has grown a lot. Um, signed his ELC, and I think he's – we saw, you know, Artem Girov, right, um, and Gannon Larocque, who are both kind of in the, on that Wichita slash uh, Barracuda thing right now. I wouldn't be surprised if Furlong's kind of on the same path where he's playing, maybe splitting his time between San Jose and, and Wichita next season. So, um, yeah, he's. I think he's going to be ready uh, to to make that jump uh, going into to next year. So, um, 
Joey Maldoni uh, playing for University of Connecticut does have in 12 games does have uh, two assists with 14 shots on goal. Um, I've watched a couple of his games and you, you know, I think he's still getting used to, to uh, college hockey, but um, you know, two assists and, you know, I think he's playing a little bit lower on the lineup. So, Again, these six round picks, right? These six, fifth, six, seventh round picks. Um, dart throws, see how they produce, and he's like he's going to be in college for a while. So, um, Eli Barnett um, has played uh, nine games so far with University of Vermont. Does have two assists? I think he had two assists in the same game. Doesn't have any shots on goal. He's a complete like defensive defenseman, you know. And I think again, he was making that transition from BCHL to that NCAA route, um, kind of let him, let him simmer. He's going to be there for the next four years. So, um, yeah. And then Reese LeBach, uh, the local kid, uh, seventh round pick who's playing with Penn state, having a really nice freshman season, uh, 15 games this year has four goals, five assists, 28 shots on goal. And I think he's kind of playing that middle six. Haven't got a chance to watch too, too much of Penn state, but that's not a, that's nothing to sneeze at right there. I mean, nine points in 15 games as a freshman. Um, so for a seventh round pick, again, you take your shots, see what the, the kids can do. So uh, let's finish up with some of the other guys here. So Theo Jacobson, the 2021 uh, sixth round pick, 25 games playing in the Hockey House Fenskin. Um, six goals, 15 assists, 42 shots on goal. I think the Sharks still have a couple of seasons before they have to kind of sign him. So um, the Hockey House Fenskin is a little bit weird. Uh, they have till 2025, excuse So they have two more years to sign him. Um, Hockey House Fenskin, you never know. I mean, right, it's kind of the second league uh, of of the uh, in Sweden. So it's at least it's you know kind of seen some production over there um alex young the seventh round pick uh friend of the show as well um it was nice he got on the show and then like a week later he scored two goal or, or two goals or a hat trick i think um so 19 games six goals two assists 41 shots on goal uh kind of playing that middle six i think third line role for arizona state uh it'll be interesting to see I still think the Sharks will, you know, want to sign him because I think he can be a nice piece, uh, you know, uh, for the Sharks going forward, kind of, you know, or at least for the Barracuda, kind of a that same type of role, scoring middle, uh, middle six type of, and we know the Sharks, they've added a bunch of these college guys, and I think his game will translate to the professional hockey pretty seamlessly. So, and then Timothy Spitzer off the 2027th round pick. Um, playing in Vermont as well. 14 games this year, three goals, three assists, 35 shots on goal. Um, and I think they have one more. Yeah, they also have, uh, oh, wait, wrong draft class. So he, they have, I think, till next summer, 2020, uh, sorry, 2025. So I think all this COVID guys got an extra year. So he's got till 2025 uh, to sign him. Um, we'll see. So, um, and yeah, that is. Just a quick rundown of all the Sharks prospects who are not kind of in the San Jose area. Um, so plenty of exciting stuff to see. I think, you know, you're, you're 
especially with, I think the 2023 draft class has plenty of good stuff. Um, Cam Lunn, I, I think it's going to, you know, I think we're going to see a big, a big second half from him. Um, same thing with Beasted and Havlet, right? We saw Beasted's second half, especially after uh, World Juniors last year. He had a monster second half. I think maybe that confidence builder of um, playing that and, you know, and then coming over to, to North America and getting used to it and starting his professional career over here. So just as a quick reminder with Beasted, as long as he doesn't play, nine NHL games this year, his contract will slide uh, again. So for in, into next year, and then next year will be the official start of, of his ECH ELC. Sorry, no matter what. Um, so that's going to do it for me today. Uh, if you haven't checked out uh, again, Henry Thrun, San Jose Sharks defenseman, active on the roster, San Jose Sharks defenseman, Henry Thrun joined the show. Um, that came out 9 a.m. Tuesday. So if you're, you know, uh, I know with everyone on the holidays and stuff like that, if you haven't checked out that, go check out that fun interview with Henry Thrun. Uh, again, I had to cut questions because we were running out of time. I could have talked to him for another you know, like 15, 20 minutes, but um, hopefully get him back again at some point. So um, go check out the Henry Thrun interview. We'll be back. So the next two shows, uh, we got recaps for the Kings and recaps for the Oilers coming up. The Monday recap for the uh, Avalanche um, as we start to head into 2024 and then we'll be getting into the draft stuff, all that good stuff. So uh, make sure you guys are following wherever you get podcasts. And of course you can watch on YouTube as well. You can follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at locked on sharks. You can follow me on Twitter at my fry hole until tomorrow. Bye friends.